everybody and welcome to The Tangled Angle. I'm Janice Christensen and here we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in government politics and American history and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband Dan Christensen who was elected to the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. So today my topic is socialism versus capitalism. What's the difference? If you were like me and raised in the public school system, I had a very fuzzy understanding of what the different forms of political ideologies were. So today I wanted to address them in a simple manner. Socialism is not being social with others, being in community, helping others, being treated equally, or that we get to put ourselves on social media and enjoy technology. Socialism is a form of government. And socialism guarantees equal poverty and suffering for everyone under this political system. In a socialist country, all companies are owned by the government and profits from the work and labor of the people are owned and kept by the government. However, in a capitalistic country, many businesses can be owned by the people and the people get to keep their own profits from their own work and labor and pay only a reasonable tax upon these profits. But to explain these two political opposite theories, here's a list of some practical examples. In capitalism, everyone is guaranteed an equal starting line. In socialism, everyone is told they will be guaranteed an equal finish line. No one will come out ahead. No one will be left behind. Everyone crosses the finish line at the exact same time. My next example. In socialism, everyone gets a 4.0 at the end of the school year, and feelings and emotions are the first priority for grade computation. In capitalism, grades are earned. Each student receives the grade that is earned through work on a predetermined grading scale, and feelings and emotions are not part of the grade computation. Next example. In socialism, everyone gets a trophy for participation, so everyone can be treated equally, and the attempt is to make everyone on the team feel equally special, regardless of performance. In capitalism, those who have earned a trophy for a predetermined finish line receive a trophy. Feelings do not play a part in who earns a trophy. Socialism, in a crisis, economic or otherwise, rely on the government to send help. Think general welfare, the PPP checks that were lavishly handed out in 2020 during the COVID panic, and throughout 2021. In capitalism, when in a crisis, attempt to solve the problem yourself. Turning to the government for help doesn't enter into the possible solution to the problem. In socialism, when in a crisis, look to the government for the rescue. In capitalism, when in a crisis, get to work and use your imagination to solve the problem yourself and get involved with others to solve these problems. Often, others are also helped along the way. In socialism, in times of economic crisis, the government prints money and freely sends it out to the struggling masses who have done nothing to earn it. Laziness is rewarded. The future mountain of debt is placed on the backs of our children and grandchildren. 
In capitalism, in times of economic crisis, market innovations and adaptations emerge, satisfying market demand. Government oversight and regulation is low. Recovery happens on its own because markets shift, move, and create new streams of revenue and strengthen current proven streams of revenue. Good ideas resulting in the availability of good products to solve problems are the result. In socialism, figure out how to get by with the least amount of work or effort and ridicule the producers and take from the successful, and these things are seen as admirable. This is often done by punitive and oppressive taxation in the form of income taxes, property taxes, licensing fees, and all the other taxes and fees that cause us to economically suffer by a thousand paper cuts. Attempt to spread guilt to the producers and to the achievers to somehow shame them for succeeding, for being successful, for providing respectable jobs for the masses. In capitalism, a strong, dedicated work ethic is relied upon, and realizing that a strong, smart, well-directed work ethic is always rewarded with self-respect and often rewarded with financial success. A work ethic is admired. Respect and dignity are earned and maintained through a dedicated work ethic. In socialism, money magically appears in bank accounts from the government. The more money that's handed out, the more people seem to need the handout. In capitalism, the only way money appears in a bank account is by earning it. Receiving unemployment money from the government is seen as a temporary short-term measure until other respectable work is available. Receiving a check from the government without working for it is not a lifestyle. It is legal thievery. Socialism. Rules, regulations, silly and burdensome laws, guidelines, and requirements are pumped out by the government with firehose proportions, penalizing the, the citizens, and these burdens of regulation and taxation are constantly being changed and updated, placing on the backs of businesses and citizens such a mass of requirements that they cannot possibly know all of them, let alone meet all of them. In capitalism, less government regulation and minimal oversight allow the citizenry to, and the business to thrive, maneuver, adapt, and change, unencumbered by burdensome regulations, satisfying the needs of the marketplace. Supply and demand determine the products that are produced. In socialism, heavy, large, and numerous taxes, fees, permits, licenses, and fines are placed on the people, quote-unquote, legally stealing their money from them. Less money is available for job creation and innovation. In capitalism, taxes are low, fees are few, and permits and licenses are required only when necessary. This frees up money to be used to further create and innovate new products and services and provides capital for more jobs, strengthening the economy. And on a final note, socialism is pessimism, discouragement, hopelessness, the constant drumbeat of racism, lack, shortages, food lines, limits, bleak futures, religious persecution, and economic strain, which leads to poverty. In capitalism, it's optimism, encouragement, hope, abundance, plenty, ample food, unlimited potential, bright futures, religious freedom, and economic prosperity. On a final note, socialism has many limits and restrictions, 
and resources, money, jobs, housing, goods and services, access to medical care, freedom of transportation and movement, and everything else is limited and sparingly handed out to the citizens as the government sees fit. Government officials make these decisions. The citizens don't. There are always lack and shortages on every level and punishments to those who want independence. Capitalism has no limits. There's not a limited amount of money in this system. Creating wealth in a capitalistic system is not getting a piece of a predetermined pie. It's baking your own pie and being given the freedom of making as many pies as possible. There's no limit to wealth here. The only limits to the system are how much human energy and creative thinking one has, or acknowledging one's own limits and hiring others to help you overcome these limits. Government officials get out of the way and let economic innovation and vitality thrive. The marketplace wins. Lack and shortages are extremely rare. As a final note, I know many of you are teaching your kids and grandkids at home this year, and I think about you often. You have formed schooling pods, homeschool co-ops, and all the other alternative methods of education that have popped up in the last year because we've all had to innovate on how we teach our kids. I would ask you to teach these valuable truths to your kids and any other kids that are within earshot. It may just be what saves our nation. I'd love to hear from you. Please give me some feedback and let me know what you think. You can find me on Facebook at Janice Christensen and on Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Janice Christ, J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T.